With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not a person, though. I'm not. I'm a fucking feeling. And all of you guys are gonna feel it. Welcome to the Dreams of Consciousness podcast. If you'd be so kind, would you mind introducing yourself? Hello, this is Kurva Doctor from Cannibal Accident. That's not my real name, but that's the name you all should know. We are a Finnish grindcore band, and we are soon about to release our fourth album called Necrocluster, and that's why I'm here, I suppose. And what part of Finland are you guys from? We are from the southern part, from a city called Turku, which is in a in a global scale. It's a small town, but in a Finnish scale, it's like third biggest, big enough for us, small small enough to stay sane. Now, as you mentioned, Cannibal Accident plays grindcore. What would you say makes Cannibal Accident unique? I would say, of course, we acknowledge our influences, which are in the old old school grindcore death metal like old Napalm Death, Carcass, Repulsion, and some, even some punk rock, thrash metal, most part kind of crossover things. And we have never said that we are, we are playing any unique style or inventing the wheel or whatever. <laughs> That's, we are too old, old for that. But the thing is that we, we try to make our songs and, and our live shows and, and albums as kind of as memorable as possible as you can you can 
I think in in each of our songs, you can find some hooks or catchy parts, even if if the the general like tempo is quite fast sometimes. But but we are, we are all we have always been focusing on on making the songs like tight and memorable and not boring. <laughs> yeah, and. Of course, with the the use of two vocalists, which is, which is, which has been since since the band became a real band, is is a bit different compared to others because we we always arrange arrange the vocals and lyrics and, and stuff like that to, to uh, keeping in mind that we have two different vocalists and we have, we can we can do a bit more variations on the on the vocal parts because of that compared if you, if you had only one guy so we have we have we have double lungs in the band so <laughs> so it it gives more possibilities arrangement wise yeah the the, the double vocalist approach is, is quite unique do you handle the high vocals and the other vocalist handles low vocals yeah yeah i do i do the screams and girly parts <laughs> and he 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 makes the the grunts which like like the more like the vacuum cleaner type of or big squeal not speak big squeal but you know those inhuman low voices because he, he has so unique low voice i have i have i have li- i have listened to his his vocals in pre- in previous bands like many years ago before before we were in the same band we knew, we knew each other before and we have we have been in the in the same same gigs local local gigs seeing other friends bands and so on and I, and we were quite impressed about his vocals and and actually he 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 got to join the cannibal accident first and also then I I was also asked to do some session vocals in the beginning, but then after after a short while, the, we got the whole lineup. First, it was only just a project for a studio and some like excuse for excessive drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned the mosh parts in Cannibal Accident. Are are the mosh parts important to the band style? Yeah, that that's that's really that's really like I said in the beginning. It's a, it's something that we try to make to make the songs. Also catchy and and like uh, uh, memorable and enjoyable. Also for the, for the people who have never heard our music before, or be, or even people who might not like like the really fast grindcore, like this hyperplast type of drumming and and extra ultra fast <laughs> shredding, you know, but. Uh, that's that's also become becomes more and more difficult to to maintain the the level of like memorable and good most parts because we have almost like 100 songs already so actually sometimes in in the rehearsals we have had situation where our, our guitarist starts starts one starts a most part and it's it's a, actually another <laughs> from another song so like they are sometimes quite close to each other, the, those riffs. But like I said, we are not inventing the wheel again. But yeah, we w- we want to keep the most parts and the crossover type of and hardcore t- type of catchiness in our songs uh, aside with the uh, with the death metal and grindcore brutal brutal stuff. When was Cannibal Accident formed? <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't present at at the founding ritual, <laughs> which was most likely very 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 hazy and booze ridden <laughs> event but back then like i don't know like 12 years ago or something like like i said it was first uh, just like like a fun project for the guitarist and the and the and the previous drummer they formed it together as a two piece and they they made all the all the songs in the first album just like 26 27 songs all together and uh, they them wrote and arranged and uh, and recorded all the all the music together as a two piece and then they then they invited a bunch of guest vocalists for the for the vocal sessions 
for another weekend. So I, I was there also, and and Heikki, the other vocalist, and like I don't know, seven, eight other guys as well. So you can imagine it was it was quite chaotic, and <laughs> lots lots of different fluids were were thrown down our throats, <laughs> so to speak. But uh, it was, and that, that 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 was supposed to be like a, it's only like a studio project and with only session vocalist and and that's it but i think it was because there was a chance to play a show in in our hometown supporting akathoglos the legendary grindcore band from belgium and i i heard about that show like a few months before it was supposed to happen and and told the guys that they were asked to asked to play there so they needed to for, find a bass player for the show and also also a vocalist so in the end they they found our, our first bass player and and the first show was made with seven or eight different vocalists we were there like lining up by the stage <laughs> waiting our turn to do one or two songs and then then fuck off them from stage <laughs> and after that the band began began to form to to like a real band with the, the solid lineup so the show that you're talking about with agothocles was this before or after the first album came out i think it was after not much after but i, I don't i don't remember the, <laughs> the timelines I, I should have our own biography in front of me or something <laughs> yeah but it was it was some somewhere around there yeah like i think it was released but it was like it was only like a 50 copies burned to a CDR, you know, very limited DIY type of release. But it, it, it might be possible that it was before also, but I would bet a bit more that the album was before than the show, but whatever. <laughs> so did you perform on that, that first album? Yeah, there was like, most of the songs were, because the band didn't have any other songs, we did some cover songs like Twisted Sister, Stay Hungry, which is very cannibalistic theme, <laughs> and uh, and some some other covers, I think. But most of the songs were, I, I think it was probably the the whole first album with with all the all the guys who were almost all the guys who were singing also on the album, like 30, 30 minutes, and that's it. So, do all the songs follow this this cannibal theme? No, it it would it would be quite quite boring and repeating itself but of course in, in the beginning especially we try to find all all possible kinds of aspects regard, regarding that theme different ways to eat a human <laughs> i think we, I, I think we have missed quite quite many but we have figured out some special ways anyway
So on February 26th of this year, Cannibal Accident will be releasing their fourth full-length album, which is called Necrocluster. Can you tell me about the writing of this album, how this album came together? Yeah, it, it actually began like already like three years ago or something. Our previous album was released in 2017, and after that, our guitarist already had some some new riffs and songs and parts and beats for the upcoming stuff. But I think there was also some some kind of maybe a, at, at least he told that there was he had some kind of like he he got a bit tired to 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 write all the songs by himself because he had done it from the since the, since the beginning and there were like like maybe like seventy songs already <laughs> written in in less than ten years. So, but but uh, our, a new bass player who had joined us back then showed a lot of interest to to write songs also so so he he, he actually he came came up with like something like 30 or 40 song uh, not 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 the complete songs but uh, like uh, suggestions that would become songs someday so that that was like the the foundation of, of the of the album which, which is now 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 ready and, and from those from those days there have been a, a lot of rearrangement dro dropping off parts which, which are not good enough de deleting whole songs and together they had like almost like 50 more more or less like a, not, not so ready songs but but you know so we had to we had to do a lot, lot of lot of cutting off for, from the from those because there there was a lot, there was also lots of bad <laughs> really really bad or just like not so cannibal accident type of stuff but our bass player got into the like a, like the mood that which is necessary to to write the kind of songs that we we, we like to go go ahead with so in the end i think in in the this new album we have half of the songs is probably originally from the bass players those dozens of different songs and and half of the half of them are from the guitarists so that that was quite a long process and we actually and we actually recorded the album already back in the summer of 2019 and the, and the next half year, six seven months after after that that recording session, we were just we were not we were not, we were not very active regarding the mixing and mastering of the of the album. So it was like just like really really slow process after we we got we finally got the album even mix it properly, and then. We, in the beginning of of last year, like exactly exactly about one year ago, we started to approach different labels and with a, like a, we had we had the album mixed and mastered and we had like the whole package to offer, like like we have we have done actually before, but then not not many not many labels were interested. Of course, some some were interested too with the deal that was not that was not really acceptable. <laughs> So, but in in the end, I don't remember when we when we got the reply from from time to kill. Maybe it was sometimes in early spring last year or something. They showed interest in, the, in that, and we, we knew knew some bands from their roster. Most of them were like never heard, but we we listened to them and were like okay, we can we could fit there because they have some grindcore and some like some brutal death metal stuff but also some something else it's it's not just like a brutal gore slam death metal dedicated label only and 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 we had actually a, one one local guy and his band were also had also recorded one album for them so he was like recom recommending them also and it took quite a while to come come up with the final contract and and what not because because of the of the fucking covid thing the, the the label wanted to delay 
and postponed uh, the signing of the contract un until the until autumn or something because they they told that they don't have any possibilities to release the album that year like like in the last year and we were we were okay with that we said oh no problem it's like your your schedule and we go with that go so then we finally closed the deal like a few months ago and now we're here how would you compare the songs on Necro Cluster to your previous albums? Well, the first and the biggest difference is that, is that, of course, the thing that our bass player had had has written some songs also. So it's the songs are not written only by one guy, like like musically speaking, and he has he has brought some or actually quite a lot of the uh, like death metal influences to our our music. We have some some songs which are quite a lot of, at least in, in my opinion, quite a lot of inf influences from like the old school American death metal, but not like the, not not the, not the technical side, but you know, the more like mid-paced, mid brutal type of like, I would say like some old emulation or days I know something like that. And uh, and it's and it's definitely the most death metal sounding album. Also, like uh, like the sound wise, and also regarding the regarding the riffs and arrangement and compositions. But of course, there is the grindcore crossover mosh part type of riffs and parts and songs, which is what we are basically about anyway. But it's 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 the most death death metallic release, at least in our scale. Somebody would call it only punk, but <laughs> I don't care. The album was recorded and mixed at Ansa Studio by members of the band Morse Princium Est, mm -hmm. Timo Heinola and Jory Halkio. I'm probably not pronouncing those names correctly, but uh yeah. That's okay. <laughs> uh, how did they get involved with, with recording the album? Why did you Why did you choose to work with them? Yeah, it, it was it was actually also our our bass player who who knew Temu personally because because he he had also played he has actually they are both bass players and they have both played in Morse Principium Masters bass player they have like switched places there whenever some the other is not cannot attend some gig or tour the other goes. So it's like they are they are both like the hired guns for the for that band. So he he knew Demu and the and the actually the studio also before because he had recorded his previous with his previous band there years ago. And and now nowadays he the studio is not not so he's not doing it professionally anymore. So there was like like more it it was easy easy to find a. One one week or so, which which we spent for the recording. There was there was no hard schedule for anyone. Yeah, that was that was just just something that our bass player Yoni he he just suggested that we could use that because previously we had basically recorded everything except drums on our own and sometimes also the drums on our rehearsal place by and just renting or borrowing better microphones from our sound guy friends but and that 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 also that recording responsibility had fallen onto our our guitarist so he he had he had basically until this album he he had like written and arranged and recorded and mixed <laughs> and mastered all all the stuff we have recorded so far so that, that that's what he had wanted to do also but uh, time we, we just told him that you that uh, you, you don't have to do everything on your own and he was he was quite happy about that also so he could concentrate he, he could concentrate on the on the recording at the studio sessions and when when he had recorded his parts he could concentrate on drinking so he didn't have to take care of the recording of the other instruments or the vocals or whatever. So he could 
just party for the rest of the week. <laughs> was the choice to work with Timu and Jory mostly to to take off pressure from your guitarist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was one one main reason as well, and and also to finally record everything in a real studio <laughs> because like like i said we have pre previously the the process uh was like this we would we would record record guitars and bass and drums on a rehearsal place with some mix microphones we have borrowed or or the drums were recorded in a studio but everything else was recorded in rehearsal place or at home or wherever the music was recorded at one time and in maybe one or two places and uh, and the vocals were recorded during one weekend like maybe many weeks after that again with lots of guest vocalists and other hangarounds <laughs> and no, friend friends of course but uh, but now now we now we just booked, I think, just like eight or nine days from Ansa Studio. The bass player, guitar player, and and the drummer went to went there first for the first three or four days. They recorded their parts, and then we came there. Then we joined them with Heike, the other vocalist, the next week, and did our parts in two three days. And then in the end, there were some guys for the last day who visited there for for the guest vocals and other necessary stuff like, again, excessive drinking. <laughs> That's something that has followed this band always. Mentioned the the guest vocalists. Uh, tell me who the guest vocalists are. Yeah, there, there are guys who are our friends, and 
and from the bands we have played with. For example, Yanni from Inferia, which is old old grindcore band, Porn Grind, they call it since 1989. We ha- we had talked with him about doing guest vocals for many years. We have we have done we have played many shows together with Inferia, and now it was possible for him to join our our studio session like it was two or three times before he he, he had something else do for during for that weekend so he couldn't join back then and also then our friend friend from uh, local bands Combeast and uh, Ira from Combeast which is like brutal slam death metal really really cool also and, and great live band and the vocalist of Aktrofektrovix, which is death metal from our our hometown also, and the other band of our drummer. And then we had a Pes, Pessi, who is the vocalist of Torture Killer, also death metal band from Turku, maybe the most most known of these bands these days, probably the best death metal band in Finland for the past 10 years or so. And did we have someone else there? <laughs> yeah, our, our previous drummer was there also. He he recorded one scream which lasted two seconds. So he's... And most, and most of the time, for the two or three days he was there, he, he was like supporting us with, again, excessive drinking. So... So let's say that uh, in the beginning, for three days, the sessions were really like precise, and they nailed nailed their parts quite quite well. And but when the bass player, guitar guitarist, and the drummer had done their done their job, then the they were like the, they they started to party, and we we tried to mingle there with our with the other vocalist trying to get our parts recorded while they were like shouting in the microphone you suck do it better you fucker <laughs> we're not exactly not exactly like those words but you know you can imagine when people get drunk and not they're not so they they cannot concentrate anymore <laughs> a few times we had to drive them away from the re- recording and mixing area to the other other end of the building <laughs> But yeah, but but basically it was this real, really nice and a bit different studio recording session, which we have. It's compared to the to the other others we have done before. With the drinking and and the mosh parts, and all the guest vocalists who collaborate on on uh, Cannibal Accidents albums, would you say Cannibal Accident is a party grind band? Yeah, in a way that. Uh... We encourage the audience to have fun, to have the that kind of fun that you have on a death metal grindcore show, not just standing around with your hands folded and sipping your expensive beer, <laughs> but to to participate and to to make the to make the live shows like like memorable parts of their of that week for them or or. I'm not saying that would be a memorable time of their life. That would be quite, <laughs> quite much. But, but yeah, we 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 want to to people have fun there. But we have it's hard to describe because I I know that we have lots of stuff that we we do that on stage and the lyrics and the song titles and the and the images in our albums and and website and so on and the photographs. That that would I would say that we are just just a tongue in the tongue in cheek, joking around, stupid, drunk and fun. Of course, that's that's important part also, and it's important part of human life also. You should never take you should never take yourself too seriously about recording basically anything. But then again, we we are not we are not messing around with the with the music or with the arrangements then. We want to we want to keep the songs and the arrangements and and the uh, what what we what we record and what we bu- publish 
as well done and well thought as possible. But and of course, there's there there are lots of stupid or childish or immature <laughs> themes in in our songs. And but that's a that's some. But if you dig a bit deeper, then you can you can also find that it, the the music and the arrangement and and the and the vocal patterns and whatever they there are more than just a joke so you mentioned that you knew time to kill because they they released another finnish band was this goat burner yeah goat burner it's uh, Kajo from rotten sound yeah he he lives in our hometown also in turku previous to time to kill did you did you self-release all your albums no the two two previous full-length albums were released by by one guy in in America, he had his this small label Nail Nail Jar Records. It's it's like like one one guy running the label, and it was back then when he contacted us like I don't know seven eight years ago. He had heard our music somewhere and just sent us email or message or something that he would like to release an album from us, and we were like. Okay, who are you? <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> but, but yeah, it actually, yeah, but it was it was like totally like DIY type of thing. He he printed the albums, released them, and sold some. gave gave us our free share, and we sold them here in Finland. And and it was it was really like easy easy going. We we had a contract with which had like maybe two paragraphs five sentences or something really really easy nothing special and he also released one seven inch and and uh, one compilation which 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 had our first album and all the all the previous sold out eps and so on but he he said sometimes after the second album that he doesn't have the possibility to continue the label as it as he has done not not even in that small underground scale, so just like it, it and that 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 cooperation just kind of faded away. He's a he's a great guy, a bit weird, but <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah, like I said, it, the cooperation just like faded away, and it was, and we after that we released one one self-financed EP with death metal band from Helsinki called School Magot. It was last year no 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 2019 just to because we had so so many songs already and we had we wanted to release something because it was a few years after the previous recording and then we all then we also last year we released a self-financed ep called shotgun selfie uh, that those are those are songs also from the same same sessions as the Necrocaster songs that we wanted to release the EP because the, we had so many songs that the album would last more than 30 minutes and we have a we have a strict rule that the album shall never last more than 29 minutes and 59 seconds <laughs> now why is that I don't know <laughs> that's um, like if you look at all our, our, our full length albums they're all all shorter than 30 minutes not much but but then, and it was calculated that we we had to we had to cut off four songs, so we we released them on a separate EP with some live bonus stuff. Do you guys have any other guidelines for your band besides the the album length? Regarding the the shows and the and the travels to the show, we we need to have decent amount of beer to keep everybody happy. And that's I don't know how, what, what's decent in in some for someone else, but for this band, it's not probably. Only a six pack. Oh yeah. Okay. One one main rule is to have fun. Most of all, to have fun and not to take everything, not to take the stuff so too seriously. We sometimes have to remind ourselves about that because this is just a hobby for everybody, and we are we are we are two old guys to argue argue about stuff that is just like a fun hobby for everybody and should be that until the end. We all have real jobs also, so to speak. I should mention that Cannibal Accident's earlier albums and EPs were compiled on uh, Encyclopedia, uh, 
what is it? Encyclopedia Cannibalicum? Cannibalicum? Yeah, it was something. It was something we made up. I don't know if it, if that's a real name, if, if a real word, but <laughs> that sounded Latin enough. <laughs> you guys put out a compilation of of your earliest releases in case anybody wants to wants to find them. Yeah, yeah, you can you can. We have a quite a quite a bunch of it in my basement still, and it's available from the band available from the band and and from some uh, web, web stores in in uh, just Google it and most likely there will be a few web stores as a result where where you can buy that from the band directly. It's very cheap. So Necrocluster is the name of the new Cannibal Accident album. And it will be released on February 26th of 2021 through Time to Kill Records. Kurva Doctor, tell people what the best way to order the album will be. Uh, the best way to, way to order is, is from the Time to Kill Big Cartel store or the Bandcamp store from, from the Cannibal Accident Camp, Bandcamp store. We have also some other stuff on the Bandcamp, like t-shirts and previous albums and stuff like that. And, all, all, and there will be also some in the, in the Finnish record store chain for which i work for the record shop x we we have some pre-orders also for for some special bundles along with both cd and vinyl but that that's basically for the finnish customers only so from all other countries i suggest to contact and check out the time to kill big cartel or Bandcamp sites and order from there I think there will be some shirt bundle, t-shirt bundle also soon, I hope. And as far as physical releases, will it just be the, the CD and LP versions? Yeah, they are released by Time to Kill, but we we also agreed that we can release a, a really small cassette edition. It's like 50 copies or something like we have done for for the two previous albums as well. It's, re, it's released by us and produced uh, like manufactured by our friend who makes that that kind of small cassette editions in a really professional way but in a diy way also so it's a, it's available also on cassette if if somebody wants to go back to the 80s where, where can people order the cassette version is it also on the Bandcamp page it's not yet in there but i should put it there soon but people can order it directly from us or from the finnish record shop x website and if people want news and updates on cannibal accident how can they follow you online on social media we have a facebook site and a facebook group i don't know what's the difference anymore with those but we have those both (laughs) and also instagram where we post also the most relevant news and on youtube we have all our own channel also where we publish all the all the music videos and also some lives live stuff and and actually we when when we got our some shows cancelled because of covid we recorded one like short live show on our rehearsal place and put it on youtube so you can find it there also it's it's very educative now are you guys planning on doing any other uh, live shows or rehearsal rehearsal room shows for the release of the album we would like to do do live shows as much as much as possible, but it's not it's not possible at the moment, unfortunately. We had we had luck that we could we could play twice last autumn when we had in, in Finland when we had like a, the COVID situation was not so serious, but but it it was quite lame in the end compared to the like normal times because. Not so many people showed up, and uh, and we had we had to play really early because the bar, the venue had to had to close like three or four hours earlier than normally. And, but yeah, we would, I don't know about the <laughs> rehearsal live shows because it's like it was fun to do once, and and, and, the, and to be honest, the, the the sound quality is not we we cannot we cannot record it so professionally that the sound quality would be. Like very satisfying. It was it was cool, nice, drunk and fun for to do one time. But I don't know who would, who would who wants to see us on the at, at the rehearsal place, screaming and drinking. 
not not to talk about if, if somebody would like to pay for that no one <laughs> i mean maybe just a few songs uh, to to promote the album or something like that yeah that that would be easy to arrange but like like i like i said it's the sound quality type of that that's not that's not impossible i wouldn't say that but of course it would would be nice to go to some like a real professional live stream studio to do that like the bigger bands do but we don't have money or possibilities to do that so but yeah maybe maybe some few songs would be possible in the end of this month when the album is released just to just to show the show the people that we are still kicking somehow that'd be cool is there anything else you want to say no okay now when now when it's not possible to go to shows for an unknown time from from now on except in new zealand <laughs> which is quite far <laughs> so i really like like to point out that for bands like us small bands like us that we are not doing the, any, anything for the profit or for money but for, but basically the live shows are the source where we get the response from the from the fans like first and foremost from the audience during the concerts and to get the great atmosphere and the feeling and see the people bleeding that's happened sometimes also in the mosh pits and and so on but also the the main source of income or to keep some low budget for this band is, is at, at the shows where people buy t-shirts and and stuff like that so I, I would suggest everybody that wants to support any any bands, not just our band, to to Google the band, your favorite bands, Bandcamp or whatever, if they have their own store, and buy some buy something to support to show the support. I would buy or buy the al- physical albums or digital albums or merchandise or whatever they are selling these days. At the at the band's own sites, the lab, labels, labels, web stores, and different record stores around the world. No, no, no one can sell anything at the at the concerts at this moment. So, the support is needed, at least somehow, in in a virtual way. Thank you very much.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.